waking up in the morning with Rob. You can buy a salad glove. This is the 40. The guy is drunk. Ready to fire it off? Yeah, bring yeah. it home. Fetch and chalk. The Fetch and Chalk podcast? Fetch and Chalk MTG podcast? I'm ready for the... I'm ready to fetch chalk, bruh. <laughs> what? Yeah, what are we? Is that... I'm your Fetch, I'm Shock. No, we fucking... No, We're, you're Matt and I'm Tyler. We yeah. have our names. Fetch, I'm idiot. Shock. No, no, no. Okay, okay. No, we, we, we're just gonna... You are... You're Fetch, I'm Shock. Matt. No, fuck you. You dumb right, bitch. You're Fetch, I'm Shock. All right. Welcome! <laughs> fuck, I need some more whiskey. That's fine. That little intro, that should be our intro every time. Oh, that's going to be our fucking, that's going to be the go. <laughs> Just cut that out and that be our thing. That's, yep, 100%. Okay, I'm ready when you are. What's up, nerds? Welcome to the very first episode of the Fetch It Shock podcast. I'm your host, the living embodiment, the mismatched basics of constructed deck, Tyler. And joining me, as always, my co-host, the love child of the Magic Arena auto tapper and the Magic Online F6 button, Matt. Matt, how you doing today? Good, how are you doing today, buddy? Oh, we're doing great, dude. You ready to fire this off? Uh, let's get rolling here, man. All right. How you want to start this, dude? Let's start with our overview. Let's give right. the people yeah, what, what they're the going to hear. With this mess yeah. that we're trying to pull together right now. Yeah, let's do that <laughs> first. All right. Well, I mean, I think it goes without showing, uh, and I'm sure people will see. Uh, this is this is going to be a podcast with a little bit of a colorful language. Yeah, I I don't have a filter. And... <laughs> Yeah, I think Honestly, I'm going to do every nice one thing. of these podcasts drinking, so... Yeah, we'll probably be drinking, like, some amount of whiskey, I would it's assume, gonna, during yeah, this podcast. We're not going to have much of a filter, so yeah. if you're... Filters do not exist. So, just be prepared for that, <laughs> if you or something, or... If you don't, if you're not, you're like, and you're if you're not friendly thing, to, yeah. to fuck, or something like that... <laughs> uh, I will be dropping some words that are not appropriate some for words. common conversation. Let's just say that. Yeah, that's... We'll cover that now. Um, I guess what some of the topics we're going to be covering on this podcast, we're not focusing on anything serious. We'll do weekly news um, and magic stuff. Obviously, Magic the Gathering podcast, Fetch and Shock, if you didn't get it, um, we're too smart for you. Well, I think today mostly we're going to be covering how we met, uh, how we started magic, um, some some new stuff going on, current events. Oh, my God. Yeah, we got magic. Or we got, Coming up, we actually have a little bit of our horizons own. horizons right now, baby. Yeah, we have our own little game going on. Oh yeah, we'll 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 touch on that later. And uh, we have a weekly shout out. So. Yeah, we'll do a weekly shout out to some content creators because the magic community would be garbage if it wasn't for the people in it. So and we are consumers of magic creators. So yeah, oh yeah, we'll that's, I mean, that's where we're gone from. Yes, yeah. Just kudos to you guys. We Fuck we it. love everybody. Well, not everybody. Some people are assholes, but. <laughs> We'll just are genuinely yeah, we need more booze in us. Some genuinely good people and they make awesome content. So we're gonna tell you who we like yeah, and not garbage. Not you wanna garbage. follow them, follow them because we have no problem with that. I just wanna get some people out there who don't suck. We think who are good people for the community, let's say. Yeah, not garbage people. Yeah. Well, Perfect. I mean you wanna fire it off first? I mean you started playing before I did. How did you start playing Magic? I started playing in Third, fourth grade, somewhere around there. It's a little bit fuzzy. Um, so like what, two years old? Yeah, no, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I want to say that I was eight years old, right? Does that make sense? Sure, I, I, I mean, I, I can't count. Uh, I was older than eighth grade. I was six six years old in kindergarten. So four years from there, I was like 10, 10-ish. Yeah, math checks around. out. Uh, my brother played before me. He is now 35. So I started playing very early on in magic's history 
So I have a lot of the old sets that I remember playing. I remember seeing Alpha, Beta cards, Antiquities. Like, what set did you start? Was it, like, Audit? No. The first set that I bought... Was it, like, Legends? I think the first pack I ever bought was Legends. Shit. And that was, like, a $10 pack, because it was out for... I think I bought my first pack, actually, when I was nine. Oh, so you were balling as, like, a, a a young child. Well... To be fair, it was only a couple bucks, but yes, I was a baller. Yeah, you just went and you were just like, you know what? Instead of, year, instead of spending money on candy, I'm going to spend money on pieces of cardboard. Yeah. As, a, as an infant child. But I didn't actually start playing until fourth grade, which I think was Legions around that time. And actually our good friend Kevin. Um, Classic. Yeah. Homeless Fabio. Homeless Fabio <laughs> was one of the first people that I've ever played with. He was the person who taught me actually how to play Magic. So... Hell yeah. Yeah, Kevin, I, started, I started way back when. We're going to have to have Kevin on here sometime because he's got some opinions. He's got some thoughts and he, he's he's a guy. Some off the wall idea. He's a character. We'll call it that. Well, I mean, we'll touch on him uh, in a little bit. If you want to, we can spend some time. You know, we, we will talk about Kevin. Uh, I got We talk, I got about, we talk about our origin story when we met. Okay, so <laughs> my first, I think. All right, when did you start? Let's start there. So I started playing Magic. I want to say it was the summer in between my freshman year of college and my senior year of high school. And I went over to a buddy's house and they were sitting at a kitchen table with a bunch of little pieces of cardboard. And I walked over to him and they're like, hey, dude, what's up? And I'm like, hey, what are you doing? What are you nerds doing? Yeah. And they're like, hey, we're playing Magic the Gathering. I looked at them and I just laughed. And they looked at me like, what? What are you laughing about? I was like, you guys are dweebs. <laughs> you guys are the biggest goddamn nerds. What are you doing life. right now? And they looked at me and they're like, well, I mean, you should try it. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, I guess I could, I guess I could consider doing that. And they handed me some like garbage pile of 60 cards. But that garbage pile of 60 cards had like all of the cool white creatures. Oh, they handed you death and taxes. No, it was not death and taxes because it had like... Like there was a bunch of cards from like, I remember Innistrad was the first pack that I purchased because the very first pack I ever opened, I mean, the white enchantment never more in it. That is a legit set to start in though. That's a very good set. Oh my God. Innistrad was so fucking cool. It's a fun set. Legends. So much flavor in it. And like, as like, I would like, I skateboarded at the time. Like I listened to like heavy music at the time. So like I jump into the gothic horror set where I'm just like, Oh, this is all spooky and dark. And that's my mood. Like, of course I'm going to be into that. So we have very different starting points to say the least. Yeah. Our our oranges are only like second apart. Yeah. You're much more fresh. I'm way like, I'm, I'm a little bit before your time. So, Well, well, I mean, I, it'll always stand out to me, but how do you remember the day that we met? Well, the day we met, it was at uh, Nice Guys, Mr. Nice Guy Games in Monroeville. Mr. Nice Guy, Monroeville, Pennsylvania. Well, here's the funny thing. We grew up, what, 15 minutes from each other? I would say, yeah, that's that's probably eight miles is about the distance in between your hometown and my hometown. And we ironically grew up through Kev, who aforementioned Homeless Fabio. Yeah, Homeless Fabio, the man, the myth, the legend. Uh, we met through him. And you, your mother actually worked with my now wife, her mother. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that is something that happened. You said to Kev, you said, who's that guy? I recognize him. He looks very familiar. Yeah. I mean, how could you not recognize the person with a shitty red beard? Yeah. The red beard will give it away, man. (laughs) It happens. I said, like, as I told my wife and her mother-in-law, I was like, I met this guy. He knows 
you know, he's like, oh, my. And her mom was like, oh, my God, I know his mom. I've known her for 15 years. <laughs> and it's just. That's it's all been downhill since then. <laughs> the because... day that I met you and Kevin, I will I could I will literally never be able to forget it. It was it was such a, you know, I think we talked out of well, seven days of the week. I think we talked six days of the week. I would say that's probably fair. And here's the worst part. I mean, we talk some days. It's only like an hour, but there are many days. The other well, it's day, like just four I mean, five we were, hours. Just we were on the our time away. four and a half hours. Yeah, we're trash. <laughs> we, we were drinking, talking about magic, which this ironically is... is why we started this. I mean, yeah, I mean, because I mean, I don't know. I'm assuming this is how you feel because we've talked about this multiple times, but I guess we never verbalized it. But the goal for this whole thing is to feel like everybody who's listening to this is sitting down with like their idiot friends talking about magic. Yeah, that's exactly it. We just, we we don't care about, we don't care about your sideboard guide. We don't care about whatever deck you think is good in this meta right now. We just care about having fun. That's, that's the only thing. That's what magic's for. It's a fucking game. Yeah, I like making real shitty decks. Yeah, but you like making people miserable. Yes. I'm, I'm <laughs> a general fun. asshole. I really am. Like, it's... Yeah, you're a griefer. I like making... My fun. magic fun is making you not have fun. Yeah, that math checks out. That's That makes sense. No, but the day that you... that The day that we met, I remember that vividly. Because I walked into Mr. Nice Guys, and it was for an SEG IQ, right? Yes, is the, the IQ. Yep. Yeah, it was some IQ... And yeah, it was just a random IQ in like Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania for modern. Like yeah, it was hundred percent. It was modern was the format because, and it was right after, uh, Eldritch Moon came out because Spellqueller was, was a right. little bit after that because I was playing Eldrazi. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was shortly after because it was Spellqueller was the card that I was playing because I was playing, uh, Esper Spirits because that was my brew because all the nerds out there were just like, oh, you should play Bant Spirits, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, but Lingering Souls. Lingering Souls is a card. Well, I don't. I guess I don't know that timeline, because I was playing... Yeah, because you were playing a better deck than I was. <laughs> I saw Eldrazi. I saw Noble Hierarch. I said, because I played... Before that, I played Eldrazi Winner, which... Yeah, and that was a miserable time in everybody's you're life. You're a fucking idiot if you don't play If you weren't around for that... Eldrazi Winner. You should... You're not missing out, charts. honestly. I played you're not in, missing out. If I played you're, in that if, Detroit GP where that was like it was that GP, and I think there was one in like Japan or China, and there was one somewhere else like in South America or something. And like seventy five percent of the meta collectively was Eldrazi. Was Eldrazi yeah, it was so miserable, man. Yeah, it that's... sucked. And I was well, playing like some garbage Jeskai deck at that point. It only sucked if you weren't playing Eldrazi. Yeah, well, guess what? I wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> so it definitely sucked for the day the... of that SEG IQ. I showed up. And I was shuffling up my deck, getting ready for round one. And I go to get my seating, sit down, and waiting for my opponent to show up. And my opponent sits, like, walks over, sits down, throws throws his shit on the table. Spoiler alert, it wasn't me. No, it was Kevin. It was 100% Kevin. It was scumbag, homeless Fabio Fabio. Kevin. Yeah. Yeah, and he sits down next, he sits down across from me. And he looks at me, like, hands me half of his deck that is unsleeved. In a stack of sleeves, and says, "Hey, can you can help you me sleep help my deck?" Sleeve sleeve? That you did. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh yeah, this is exactly what I signed up for." So I started throwing his cards in, and like, hold on, I, I like, need to, I need to explain Kev a little bit. <laughs> Kev is one of the nicest people you will ever meet. He would legitimately, sweetheart, give this shirt off of his back to you if you needed it. Yeah, but you wouldn't want it because it wouldn't have sleeves. Yes, it would not have sleeves. It would be cut from shoulder to the About last middle, of the, hip, middle of the hip. 
yeah, last little inch of fabric that is the <laughs> seam. But he would do it. He would give it to you. Yeah, hell yeah. But Kevin's just the man. very. We may talk shit on Kev in this. No, podcast. he's the man. He's the he's like one of my favorite people Kev on this planet. Kev. Kev was my the best man in my wedding. He's been yeah, my Kev's, best friend since Kev we were six years old. But regardless, that doesn't change the fact that Kevin. The first time I met him, him, did not even Kev. know who he was, and he hands me half of his deck to yeah. sleeve right before like an SEG IQ. Like a like you had to have a deck list to compete in this thing. Like it was, I guess, semi competitive. Well, so he Kev hands me his deck, and who? I sleeve it up, and we start oh. shuffling up for this event. Like, the whole entire time, I'm just like, okay, this guy's playing, like... Because, like, I didn't look at his deck, at least a lot. I only saw it was, like, a Path of Exile and something, like, and, like, some, like, black, white Shockland. So I'm like, okay, whatever. That's he starts playing. Yeah. He's playing some, like, garbage, trash Esper Control deck in Modern. And I try not to shit on the decks that people play against. Because, like, like your Flavor of the Month, and also I was playing Esper Spirit, so, like, what do I have to shit on? I was playing a bad deck. Um, but he's, like, just playing, like, intentionally bad cards. Well, and, and he did not two. take advice no, from me, who not. has been playing modern for probably pretty close to its inception. No, he but did not like, take advice from me. For game one, he's playing like like mediocre spells, and I'm playing like spell queller and like rattle chains and all of the cool ass spirits. And I was just like, "This is the best deck ever!" Blah blah blah. And I'm an idiot because the deck had fucking four awful. Negate and four duress main board. Well, I beat, modern. Him, I beat him game one. And, like, that was all well and good. I'm like, okay, well, maybe his deck just didn't do his thing, or maybe he's just playing an awful pile. And then we started game two, and, like, the same thing happened, except for he just, like, had the removal spells and, like, got to the point where he had five mana. And then just, like, I passed the turn to him, and he just dramatic as fuck taps all of his lands and slams the card Shared Fate. Yes. And I don't know if y'all yep. know what Shared Fate does, but if you don't, just turn off this podcast right now and keep it that way because the card is a fucking mess. Oh, it's quite terrible. It's what? What's it's the, actually what's one of my favorite cards. Fate? You know it, don't you? Because that's like one of your pet cards. Well, here's the thing. It flips like your libraries. Like each people have like their libraries flipped and then like they draw cards from the top of their opponent's library, but they're exiled, not drawn. So it's this big mess. And the well, whole idea of his quite. deck is to the just biggest... draw nothing and here's, like, win with your opponent's with fate. You don't want to do anything. Yeah, and that explains the first the game whole idea that we had is to win. The whole idea is to win with your opponent's deck. I will read Shared Fate yeah, to you. Read it Shared is, Fate to me. It is a rare from Maradon. You can buy it on Card Kingdom for 35 cents near mint if you would yeah, like. because the card is garbage. You, you watch how you speak about it. <laughs> so it is four colorless and a blue for an enchantment. And it reads, if a player would draw a card, that opponent, that player removes the top card of a of an opponent's library from the game face down instead. Each player may look at and play cards he or she removed from the game with shared fate as though they were in his or her hand. So basically what you're saying is you are drawing from the top of your opponent's library, but they don't go in your hand, they go into exile. And then your opponent does the same thing for your library. Yes. So nobody can mill. Nobody can draw cards from their own library. Like, Correct. And so I'm just drawing cards of off of the first game that we played. I'm like, this guy has nothing in his deck. Well, when he slammed Shared Fate, yeah, that's my deck now. I don't have yeah. fucking anything in my deck. Everything Here's the is thing. Garbage. With a Shared Fate deck, you don't actually want a way to win or to bounce Shared Fate or remove Shared yeah. Fate. And that was the fucking situation game two. And he handily beat me game two. 
It's just counter spells and removal. So whenever you drop that, if your opponent does not have a way to kill you on the board and you don't have a way to answer it in your it's hand, game over. you win. Yeah, you just win on the spot. Oh, you don't necessarily win. It's either a win or you draw. Or it's a draw. Well, he just yeah. happened to have damnation in his deck. So he like went turn four damnation, turn five champion. So I'm I'm just stone dead. Yes. And here's the thing. Your opponent is always going to have more ways to win than you are to stop them from winning. Yeah, because you built your deck to be a pile of trash. <laughs> you built your deck to be just absolute bullshit garbage nonsense. It's <laughs> The idea of the deck is basically just hand disruption, counter spells, removal. Well, guess what? You don't actually draw cards. Yeah. So, so there's no, like, hand disruption doesn't matter. Inquisition, they don't actually get to target whatever you drew, quote-unquote, drew from their deck because it's exiled. Because it's exiled, but you can look at it. Yeah, it's a mess. It's a, it's a fucking mess. Like I said before, if you didn't know what Shared Fate was and you didn't turn it off at this point, you made a mistake because <laughs> that card is just a absolute travesty to the game yeah, of Magic Gathering. If you turn this, this podcast off after hearing Shared Fate, you're not our viewer and you should be. <laughs> We don't, we so, are just kidding. We don't want you. Leave, yeah. get out of here. Yes, 1000% <laughs> correct. Yeah, but that, but that IQ, this goes all the way back to our friend Kevin. Yeah, Kevin is we're we need to have Kevin on at some point. Yes, because Kevin is, is a gem, he is a, a beautiful gift to the world. That is how Tyler and I actually met. Yeah, that was that S, it was that IQ because I played against Kevin round one, and then every single round after that, I went up to Kevin, I was like. Okay, did your deck win? Because I was fascinated. I was just immediately just all in for whatever he was doing. Well, Kev told me, he's like, some dude knew you. He's like, Bop, some dude knew you who was here. And he was obsessed with shared fate. And I was like, okay, sounds like a good dude. Because let's be honest, if well, you, you, can, you can be upset. Well, yeah, Tyler's a piece of shit. But let's not get in there. <laughs> let's not get into that discussion or no one will ever watch or listen to this You're podcast. Right, I mean, they'll, they'll figure it out along the way, right? It's a journey. <laughs> it is a journey. <laughs> but that's how we ended up meeting. Because yeah, because a couple of what, like, we played Kev, and Kev was like, hey, this dude knew who you were just by looking at you. Be like, hey, you walked in with this dude. I recognize him. How do you know him? And then it connected. He's like, oh, I'm from Evansburg, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, oh, middle of nowhere, like, Pennsylvania was my like mom knows his 15 mom. people. Yeah, yeah. and it's, this is from our hometown. This was 45 minutes away. If you're lucky. Oh, no, that was way longer. It's like an hour and 45 minutes, dude. From Evansburg to Pittsburgh? Well, from, well, Evansburg to Monroeville, because it's Monroeville. You're right. Yeah, Monroeville's a little bit closer. I'll give you, I'm, I'm going to make it an so hour. Probably from you, from where you're at, it's an hour, but from it's where about an hour. it's about 45 minutes. But yes, so that's where we met. And then I think ever since then, we've been. We've been like consistently like friends with Magic. And like we've, yeah. we've done a bunch of like events together. Like we go to GPs, we go to SG. Like I mean, tour events and and just yeah random garbage events that are just just for fun. I mean, which is what we preferably nothing do. other than magic. Yeah, because what else is there? Magic is life. Life is magic. Put like, that on a T-shirt. We legitimately became friends. Yeah. See, like, don't get me wrong. I fucking hate Tyler, but yeah, I'm trash, and I don't expect anybody to like. Became acquaintances. Let's call it that, because I don't want to call him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't bother calling me a friend. That's probably a mistake. But that. <laughs> I think that is a fair way to say how. Yeah, that's the origin story, right? That's, that's our origin story. Yeah, that's where that's it. where it comes from. Yeah, that's that's like when you, when you watch the movie about us, Mark. the Avengers Endgame of Matt and Tyler. 
fetch and shock mtg that's that's going to be the moment that plays and it, we're always going to fucking have a flashback moment to that and people are going to be like oh wow that was the moment that everything happened and everybody's going to be losing their fucking shit over that moment after we make 35 cents a year we're going to be like whoa how do you motherfucker we're going to make 37 we got this baby how how do we go from 35 cents to 37 cents listen that's that's called capitalism and we're but that's all how we're back, so if you guys have any questions or just if you want to email us and say hey you guys are dipshit idiots. That's fine. I'm cool with that. I mean, that's just a fact. We are, though. But that's how we met. That's, that's how we're friends. <laughs> that's why we're friends. If you think about it, that's absurd. Yeah, we're, yeah we, have, we have a shitty backstory. <laughs> that's cool. That's, yeah, that describes yeah, us as people, though. Because I'm yeah. fine with that. I so love our backstory, this is, that's This is the kind of content that you guys are going to have to get used to. <laughs> with us just us rambling about awful things that that have happened or hey. like moderately interesting things that have happened or just like just anything that has to do with magic that's happened because that's Here's what we do on a regular basis i'm not against having people who are also just bullshit idiots on with us to bullshit about idiot oh, things. yeah no that's that's our brand yeah, <laughs> that's that's what we're here for yeah we'll we'll post everything yeah, later we're on and all the show. in for bullshit we're all in for bullshit we're all in for idiots hit us up we'll 100 thousand percent have you on yeah fuck yeah just let us know but so uh, what do you so like our typical our typical uh deal here let's uh let's move into some of the current events that are popping off right now and i what like right now the only thing that's really anybody's giving a shit about is this new modern horizon hotness right if you want to call it hotness for now oh come on now modern horizons is going to change the game forever man there ain't nothing in its way it's, it's listen, the format, we, we're, it we're in current magic, and what's on the horizon is new magic, and that's Fuck modern horizon. That's so dumb. No. <laughs> Wait, that joke's not too played out yet? Not not yet. I guess you're ahead of the no, curve. I'm gonna, I'll get we're going to beat that horse until it's completely disintegrated. But what, like, what are some new modern horizon cards that you're like excited about seeing? Because we've had, what, at this point, uh, two days of spoilers, three days of spoilers? Something like that, yeah. So, like, what have you seen that you're excited about? The thing that I'm most favorite about is probably what people are calling the quote-unquote canopy lands. Um, yeah, horizon are, lands, canopy lands, whatever the hell they want to call them. It's pain, pain land plus. The enemy pain lands, yeah, it's... Yeah, enemy pain it, lands. Okay, has, I like that. Uh, I kind of like enemy pain lands. Except for pain lands are, enemy pain lands already exist. But fuck them. The canopy lands, we'll call them that. Yeah, that's what I've found to be the easiest because they add... They are the enemy color pairs, if... That's how you want to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they add an enemy color pair for a life, which is basically the Horizon Canopy. And then you can pay a colorless, sack them, draw a card. They're just functional reprints of Horizon Canopy, right? Just in other colors. A thousand percent. And they're yeah, that's all they are. Be $100 plus. Yeah, I think the only reason why Horizon Canopy is the price that it is, it's because it's the only land of its kind. Um, now it has five other lands to occupy that space. Different Horizon cards. Canopy is never going to be the price that it is, right? No, it's, as far as I would assume, no, it's just going to drop. Because what, I mean, like, off the top of your head, what decks can you think of that Horizon Canopy is in that one of these other lands can't occupy? Because there's, what, there's two? Well, is there two humans blue? and Modern is the white-green. Yeah. Humans, humans uses the green because it has Noble Hierarch. And the white because it has a bunch of one-drop white humans. Well, not well, a bunch. But, but it, can it, benefit, it can benefit the white from... I'll, like um, the other a million humans that it has in white, like it has Thalia, it, it has the play. one one that gets a plus one for humans, it has the one from uh, Eldric Moon, whatever it's called, I don't remember. 
I don't fucking, I've never played humans. I don't ever plan on it. I have played humans because like that's hundred percent my style, but yeah, the, the white is really important with that. The green is kind of just like, I guess a little bit of a bonus. Um, and Here's, I guess maybe I think like the biggest, the biggest perk of this, these canopy lands quote unquote is going to be, I don't think it's going to be in modern. I think it's going to be in legacy lands and really? any other, and maybe vintage lands. Yes. See, legacy lands is like is a bit of a mystery to me because like, why would anybody play anything besides death and taxes in legacy? Well, you're a piece of shit, so <laughs> that's why. Watch your mouth. But here's, Don't you talk about my sweet, so sweet trodden board. Legacy like lands is always going to be green X. Yeah, this for sure. Up what? Well, it's like two, it's two it's extra green, colors. It's green for loam and explore and like what other? I mean, it needs red for. Uh, Punishing fire. Yeah, it, it needs those colors. Well, but this is the biggest thing. That gives, doesn't really have it. It gives on-color ways of... Well, not on-color. It gives extra ways of drawing cards at instant speed. Well, isn't which is the, the best way to protect your limb. Isn't the idea of that in that deck um, the the uh, cycling lands? Like the, the green-red cycling land? I think if there was a green-red canopy I think land... I genuinely better. I think if there was a green red canopy land and also there's been plenty of games where I'm playing against lands like playing death and taxes and like during that you have to kind of adopt the like the aggressive strategy so you're just trying to beat beat them down and if they're taking damage off their lands like that's doing me a favor I think it's just genuinely better to be able to draw a card at instant speed yeah like the one life's not gonna matter like I think just genuinely being able to protect your loam is a big deal because the only what does Legacy Lands play? One, maybe two, Horizon Canopy. Well, I don't think I don't know if it plays it as, as Horizon Canopy as much as it plays the red green Cycle Land. Yeah, but that it. All right, here's the big thing about these lands: they enter the battlefield untapped. Yeah, that is really freaking nice. Like, if you want to use them for like an actual land source, that like a mana source with those lands is pretty awesome. And how big of a drawback is paying one life for a green untapped green sword because what do you have you have in legacy you have i don't even know i played lands a long time ago does i don't even think it plays four taiga does it it plays i think they play like two or three taiga it, yeah, that, I, think, I think the, the average is pro. probably two tigas and then two somewhere between two to four taiga or the other no 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 chef nice words. anywhere between two to four groves just oh, they 100% no, they put green always for grub because groves are so crucial to their their whole entire thing of punishing fire. Yeah, I don't think you need four groves now. See, my thing is like, I don't think they're going to be a four of okay. anything. I think that it's just going to be crucial to be able to draw a card at instant. I do I really mean, like, I do like these lands. I'm not going to say that I don't like these lands because I think they're really good, but I. Like I, I, I mean, I, I think I said before in conversations with you, the white ones are so much be better bigger. than all the yeah. other ones. Because, I can agree with that. Yeah, white lacks all of, of the draw that the other colors have. Yep. So, like, the reason why Horizon Canopy was so much is because you jammed it in every fucking white deck that you ever thought that maybe you'd be like, oh, well, if I have this land, I'll draw a card. First of all, I think that's fucking... I don't, I don't like that strategy. When I'm playing, like, Death and Taxes, I would never, ever play... Uh, horizon canopy and that's because i don't like it um so well, the big I think thing is it doesn't only add white. The white strategies that do want to do that like the modern like Aldrazi and taxes deck is a hundred percent going to just going to swap the their black red shock lands or uh, white black shock lands or white black pain lands out for these white black lands they're just a thousand percent better 
Yeah, they're better in every sense of the word. Well, I mean, the, well, I in the, those decks, because they can produce colorless, I guess is a little bit weird. Yeah, that's, there's going to be some kind of split between. I could see a 3-2 or 2 split between, <clears throat> and that's perfectly fine. I think the card draw is almost better than the colorless ability, though. Ah, uh, but like Thought Nuts, here's the thing. But so is drawing a card. That's yeah, what I, I mean. So. It just, that's, that's why I think the split is going to be a big deal. Now, granted, I'm not... I'm by far no means a pro player so i don't know what's oh, yeah, going to be the fast. best we're yeah, both i don't fast. know what's going to be the best split this is just speculation but a split is going to be the best way to do it yeah because when you flood the ability to have a land that draws you a card for one mana is going to be real big and so but, i mean there's the my thing theory is like Pick even the decks that are playing horizon not canopy are not playing like a place out of horizon Canopy, right no but they're gonna you're gonna see some amount of play and probably is my guess every single one of these color prints. So yeah, I mean, think about, pick up think about some Storm. of these lands. Like Storm doesn't give a shit about that colorless mana, and Storm doesn't give a shit about taking that one spot, like that one life hit. Yeah, Storm is going to benefit greatly from that blue red. Oh, and thousand percent, I agree. And, and speaking of Storm, what about that freaking the blue red collected company? So here's my thing. I don't think it's going to be the biggest deal in modern. But I think it's going to be a big deal in other form. Well, here's the thing with it. Let's, I mean, let's read it out loud because we didn't read the Shocklands, but I think, or the Painlands, but I think hopefully everybody gets the idea of they pay one life and they add one of the colors that it taps for, one of the two colors it taps for, and then one tap, sacrifice it, draw a card. Yeah, that, I mean, that's, that's the Horizon Canopy model. I think that's why they're calling it the 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 canopy land so this collected company but blue the spell collected company let's call it so collected collected conjuring exile the top six cards of your library you may cast up to two sorcery cards without where with converted mana cost three or less from among them without paying their mana cost put the exile cards not cast this way on the bottom of your library in a random order. Okay. So basically so these are, it's, it's, me, collect I'm going to take this over because you're a nerd and you only play like, listen, that's not true. I play a bunch of modern. I think this is going to be creatures are the best thing that you way, can possibly play. So yeah. why would you cast the spell? Yeah, this is going to be way big in eternal format. First of all, I think that's- it's going to be in every blue red deck in commander. It's going to see play. I also think, I don't know about commander because commander is all about big spells, right? Yes, but here's two free spells off the top of your deck. Maybe well, if there's two sorceries with converted mana cost three or less on the top of your deck, which is definitely not guaranteed in the singleton format. This might be more of a CEDH, I guess, if you want to do that. Yeah, okay. Okay, competitive EDH. Yeah, because I don't play that shit because commanders for people who want to have fun, not competitive assholes. I think this is going to be bigger in Legacy, but more so Vintage, where it's going to see its... You think this is going to make like Vintage Impact? It might. It all depends. I mean, I mean, think, I mean I honestly, think no about one, the spells that it hits. Well, here's the thing. No one really thought a uh, Monastery Mentor was going to see playing Vintage. Yeah, look at that motherfucker. Restricted. Yeah. Like, so good. That fucking asshole. Like, she is the brutal. fucking yeah. It's one of the best. It's still one of the best win conditions yeah, she's ever printed. Yeah, it turns, about, it turns out zero cost non-creature spells, and the thing that triggers off of creature spells, or non-creature spells being cast, is a real deal. So here's the thing. I I think, this is my personal opinion, I think it's not going to be incredibly good and overpowered, but it's going to see some play. Here's why. They just printed a card called Narset, the part of Avails, 
which basically says whenever your opponent tries to draw a card, fuck them. Yeah, she's real good. She's the thing that's already making waves in Vintage. It does and not Legacy. let your opponent draw more than one card per turn as a Planeswalker, which is just not the easiest not thing e- to deal with in Vintage. I mean, not a Planeswalker, too. Like, she's a Planeswalker that if you don't activate her, she has five loyalty. Like, that's but a here, real thing. That's fucking, that's business right there. But here are some just sorcery cards in Vintage that are very good, and you could possibly you can cast like say conjuring into time twister which is a wheel effect that shuffles your graveyard in for three mana and you draw seven yes it is wheel of fortune yeah that's also a card time one that's also a card those are three those are wheel effects. Big i mean yeah. mind you those cards demonic are they're restricted yes oh so demonic tutors are really good tutor. think about that there and the mana is good enough you don't really have to worry about it like i don't know like if you built a deck around it i guess that's cool that's that's something we'll always think that Vintage is crazy broken. Well, here's the thing. Vintage is crazy broken. They have ridiculous spells. Yeah, but your opponent also has the ridiculous spells and the things to answer this. Here's the thing. There are Moxon. There's Black Lotus. There's LED. You can cast this in response crack LED. There's Merchant Scroll, which is a sorcery that gets a blue instant. And puts it on top of your library. No, 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 no. Merchant Scroll puts it into oh, your, puts it in your hand. hand. No, I'm, talking, I'm thinking about, uh, what's the other tutor that puts it on top of your library? Mystical Tutor. Or there you go, thank you. Or Enlighten. Any of the any of the Mirage Cycles puts it on top of your... But yeah, I mean, that does those things. Like, you no, could granted. be fucking weird and do that. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be the it's most not broken be like, card. It's not going to be the new Paradoxical Log. Yes, here's my thing. There's a, there's a possibility of it. Sure, and like, that's the most exciting part, yeah. right? Like, the, this set is giving us cards like that. I'm not saying it's going to be the best vintage card ever printed. I'm not saying it's even going to be no. a vintage card that print is but printed. But, I mean, it, it has potential. There's that, exactly, potential that it sees. It well, might be I mean, one or two of. That's You know what card is going to see play? I'm going to try it. That we don't have to fucking speculate on because I know it's going to be the best card ever printed? New mom. Giver of Ruins, baby. Let's first. go. Let's talk about my new favorite card in Magic the Gathering, Giver of Ruins. She's a one white. She is a core cleric. She is a one two. And she has a tap ability that says another target creature you control gains protection from colorless or from color of your choice until the end of turn. Here's the thing. New mom. She is not my first mom. Let me start this one. She is my new mom. And I love her. This is the stepmom. Let's start there. This is stepmom. I'm okay with calling her stepmom, but let me tell you that mo- like I love her more than stepmom. Oh, it's or I love a, her more uh, than my first mom. Like stepmom it, is my new favorite person on the planet. It's so much better than regular mom. Than yeah, mom. Like first mom, like she was nice. Like she like birthed me. Cool, that's something I guess. And she like she like raised me. I was like 18, and like that's great. But like then mom and dad got divorced. She's and like, dad hey, found a new lady. But dad, dad found a new lady, but that new yeah. lady, she's rich. She's got real good money. So dad married this new lady, and this new lady, she's buying me crazy shit. Like, she's buying me new boxes of Modern Horizon. She's buying me a new car. Like, giver of ruins no, 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 is no. that new mom. No, this bitch bought you a mock. She bought you some power. Like, yeah. this... No, 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 no. We're not... This we're mom not is into, so no, much better. Vintage. She's keeping me in Legacy because she knows what's good for me. And you know what's good for me? Legacy death and taxes, baby. Giver of Ruins is the fucking truth. And I love that card. I will die for that card. I will take a bullet for that card. Everything in the world I will do for that card. And sure, she doesn't She doesn't protect herself. 
Sure, she's not a human, but I don't that's think a mom. Should... That is a mom. Through and through, that's a mom. <laughs> yeah, Moms don't got... protect themselves. Mom protects their kids. Mom protects your other creatures. Oh, you that's make what moms do. Yeah, that's you make a point. Yes, that. It's so much better than regular mom. Oh my god, it's kind of more flavorful than mom because mom, yeah. you know what? A mother of ruins, she would never say, you know what? I'm very selfish. I'm going to do something myself. But no. giver of ruins, no, she's, that bitch is she's protecting selfish. other people. She's going to, she's going to be like, hey, you over there, young boy, young girl, here's this. I don't need it, but you do, and it's going to be protection. And you know what's going to be protection from this fucking garbage colorless there or something. It's going to be protection protect from some everything. bullshit. Oh, the fact that she says colorless too. Oh, oh, well, you 12 plus players out the there, top. you better watch out. Okay, so here's my theory. If mom was printed as a one-two, which, believe it or not, actually makes a big difference. Yeah, hell yeah, it does. Okay, so she can't protect herself. Okay, cool. Not that, it's a kind of a deal, but it's it not that crazy it of a deal. It will be relevant at some point, but I don't think it's going to be like... It's not as relevant it's not going as to be a deal protection it's not going to be from colorless. Because here's the big thing about uh, Legacy. There's a deck called Eldrazi. No. Because there's a thing called Ancient Tomb. And City of Traders. And City Eldrazi. Thank you. Yeah, there's so, the many, there's so many good lands. That's a thing. Okay, yeah, cool. Pro colorless. Do you know what's colorless? Devoid Eldrazi. Literally everything that's in the Eldrazi deck is colorless. Every except for, like, Dismember. No. Not only that, every Eldrazi is colorless. Yeah, everyone that they're playing. Yeah, for sure. Okay, even... Okay, yeah, Dismembers has a color. Yeah, Dismember has you know a color. But besides does? that, like, all the other things are colorless. Stepmom protects not only from colored spells, but from colorless. So yeah. she stops everything. Yeah, she stops everything in that deck. The only, I mean, honestly, like... The only as... downfall of New Mom is it's not a human. Yes, sure. granted, not They're a human. are going to lose a little bit of percentage points, but I think that's smart, because if that was a human and it was in Modern, that's going to fuck shit up. Like, yes. humans in Modern is going to be the most... Miserable deck to play against if they have mom, but a thousand percent agree. Yeah, it's but not also, a modern card, not a modern now, card. It's a legacy. Now card. All we need is a Stoneforge Mystic in modern, and I'll be able to play the best deck in history. And oh, also, I would take I, I, would, I would take a Rashad and pour if I can get a Rashad and pour, that'd be great. Um, I think Mr. Factor would be a great include, honestly. I think that'd be an awesome include in this. Do you know what would really be a uh awesome include in this set? What would be an awesome include? a fetch land that. Only fetch basics. Oh, wait. That's <laughs> a fucking such thing. A son of a bitch. That's oh, a thing. look at you. Master of transitions already. <laughs> wait, was that a... Wait, is that a thing? Wait, hold on. I feel like if they had something like that, it would be named Prismatic Vista. Jesus and Christ. I feel like if Prismatic Vista was a card, it would be a land. And it that would tap, and you would pay a life ever. for it. And you would sacrifice it, and then you'd be able to search for a basic land of any type and put it on the battlefield, and it would be untapped. So How do you, you feel about that? Put, you think they're going to put a land that you can fetch only for a basic and put it untapped? That's bananas. You're not I doing think that. They would be crazy game. enough to do it. Oh, wait, hold on. Have you wait. heard of Prismatic Vista? Jesus Christ, they did it. They did it. Those they crazy did motherfuckers, it. they did it. Here's the thing. That doesn't mean shit in modern. No, I don't know if that's going to see any play in modern whatsoever. Here's the thing. Any deck that basics in modern, there's a basic fetch land that can get it. It Here's the best thing. It can get a fucking dual land instead, too. This, I think, is going to be way big. It's going to be commander. great in commander. 
Commander is going to be the f- the prime time for this shit. Oh my god, yeah, it's going to be. I mean, in just casual formats in general, this land is going to be fucking sweet. I think they missed the mark on making it rare. It sh- probably should have been an uncommon I'm, because I don't I want the price to be inflated. Well, here's the thing: this is a limited print format. Format, quote unquote. It's a limited yeah. print set. Limited print set. Yeah, sure. I. This is probably going to be about nine dollars a card. Is my guess. Yeah, but I think it should be like closer to two. Yeah. I agree with you. And I hope that's where it sits because I hope well, it doesn't see any constructive play. I hope the next uh, commander set, I hope they just, this is uh, uncommon. They Oh, made. that's actually, I didn't even think about that. If it's just like they print this card or even if they just print it as like a rare in well, every single commander thing. set from here on out. That's going to be a four of in standard decks for how long? You got to think wizards is, wizards is there see. to make money. Wizards is going to make money off of this. This card's not in standard. Uh, I guess, fuck, it's not. You dummy. Fucking use your brain. This is literally modern. It's only product. available in modern and earlier formats. So oh, it's they like fucked up. This could have been a modern card, and they could have charged 15 bucks a card. No. I See, this card's fucking, this card's all right. It's it's fine. It's fine. That was a fucking idiot move, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, what are some other That's cards cool. that we're excited about? Like, obvious, let's go through the obvious. Flusterstorm. What do you think about Flusterstorm? It's good. I mean... Yeah. It's I think not bad. really good for modern. It's a cyborg card. It really is. Um, yeah, I think it. I think it's a, it's it's as good in decks in modern as it is in legacy, and it's it only good sees like in the tempo fringe deck. modern fringe main board play and decently consistent sideboard play in legacy, I and think that's going to continue. Modern, you're going to see it in sideboards of tempo decks. You're going to see it in the sideboards of control decks. Yeah, because like it's, it's going to see play. I think Storm lost a lot of points thus far. They uh, got a land that draws them a card, but they also I don't know. They also got Flusterstorm. But I think Dispel is going to see a lot less play. Oh, obviously, yeah. Dispel is like non-existent now, right? Yeah, I think because Flusterstorm exists. Flusterstorm is just better. Like Dispel just turned into a Flusterstorm That's budget what it card. Into. Like Dispel turned into a budget version of Flusterstorm because I think Flusterstorm is still going to retain some value. You're never going to see Spell Pierce again. Uh, Flusterstorm is just better than Spell Pierce. It really it, is. But it's not. It is. Sometimes. No, no. I'm, that's a fact that... Well, Spell Pierce is non-creature spell, right? Flusterstorm is... But Spell Pierce is non-creature spell. Flusterstorm is instant sorcery. Yeah. So what does Spell Pierce hit that Flusterstorm doesn't? Planeswalkers. That's it. Karn? Planeswalkers. Have you, have you? I mean, but Karn's Karn's a card that's been playing in modern right now. That is like the bane of everybody's existence, right? Like Karn Micro Synth Lattice is something that everybody is hating on. You know, it's better than that disdainful. Yeah, maybe counter spell that's four or greater. It's just a hard counter for that. I mean, also, you know, what's better than or that? Negate. Wait, but you know, it's better than all of those. Force of negation. Uh, How about that for a segue? What do you think about force of negation? That's it is a, a segue. It is one blue blue. Hold on, just so people know, our listeners, we didn't plan any segues. No, fuck do... no. This is this is all off the cuff, baby. We are just naturals at this shit. Yeah, we really didn't do much of anything. But force this, of negation is this dude and I will just talk hours yeah, about eating. bullshit. Force of negation. Yeah. Um, let me discard, dickhead. Hey, fuck face. This is my <laughs> thing. Force I don't think it's going to be as good as you. It, it's fine. I I don't I don't really love this card, but it's that's un- the thing. It's fine. It's yeah, okay. It's fine. But but let's talk about the card before. Or let me read the card before we talk about it. Force of negation is one blue blue. It's an instant speed spell, and uh, if it's not your turn, 
You may exile a blue card from your hand instead of paying its mana cost. You can counter target non-creature spell. Non-creature, that's the big thing. A non-creature spell is big. If that, that, if that spell is countered this way, your turn. exile it instead. Like, the fact that it is, it is such I'm an out. incredibly out, out, fair force of will. I think the bit two big points are non-creature, non-creature not your and turn. not your turn. Well, I mean, here's the thing. Force of will in Legacy... for modern. Force of will in Legacy is, only, is really used... Like, I don't, I can't remember the last time somebody force of willed something on their turn. Yeah. Ever. Force of will is to stop degenerate combat. That's yeah. the thing. So this card and, does the same thing. Because when is yeah, somebody yeah, doing a combo on your turn? And when is somebody doing a combo that isn't a non-creature spell? Yeah. Non- so essentially, this is force of will. not degenerate on their turn or whatever. However the fuck you want to deal with it. On your turn. Yes. I think this spell is perfectly fine. The big draw of this spell is blue... Blue mid-range decks that are trying to stop. The big thing is Thoughtseize if you have actual spells that you want to stop. Oh my god, do you think... No, 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 no. Fuck no. The blue mid-range decks that are trying to stop Thoughtseize, do you think they're really going to use a Force of Will on that? Fuck face. Let me finish. (laughs) I think blue decks that are trying to stop Thoughtseize decks from stopping them from doing something like something very powerful and to stop combo decks is the other big thing i think the only thing it's going to be used is to stop combo see i think blue mid-range decks are going to play it to stop other mid-range decks well i think they already have that like we just got dovin's veto right here's the thing uh what is it what's it called force of negation yes force of negation force of negation stops turn turn zero or turn one um chalice of the void is a big thing no but chalice of the void doesn't hit anything in modern that's not true but if if you drop the chalice of the void all right here's the thing about modern modern that you're talking about it doesn't no i i think it's gonna do some it might not be as big a shit as i'm thinking but it's gonna do something i it will be it will see play in the format but it's not going to be like everybody's going to be having to play around force of negation like they have to play around force of will and oh no i agree a thousand percent i agree a thousand percent and I don't the think the mid range decks are going to play in like a four of spells ever. The force of negation is not the best spell. I agree. No, 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 no. I think when we eventually get the blue blue counter spell, people are going to stop talking about force. Yes, I agree. I think they're just honestly. If you don't get blue blue counter spell, I'm literally going to fucking throw somebody off a cliff. Yes. If we do not get just counter spell, I think I might cut off at least two of my fingers or toes or something just and out of purpose honest, and i was thinking about this earlier the card that was also spoiled undead auger are you familiar with that guy i am not actually undead auger he's he's I'm black like, black yeah let me read it to you undead auger he's black black for a two two he's a zombie wizard and whenever undead auger or another zombie you control dies you draw a card and lose one life now arguably this guy is probably one of the best zombie lords that we've seen in a long time, right? No, like he's, he's very powerful. But there's a I've fucking looked... zombie lord from the last set that gives your zombies death touch, and there's one that gives them flying. Mm-hmm. I just no, those are zombie tokens. Yeah, that's good. Oh, those, those are zombie, zombie tokens. To- uh, yeah, because yeah, those are only right, built listeners. Do you realize how idiotic I am? So yeah, you're just... trash at fucking new formats. Yeah. I'm I'm the I am the captain. Fuck but off, no, this dead this undead auger guy. His casting cost is black black. I'm assuming they're going to do an uncommon cycle of things that are similar to this. I think a blue, blue counterspell at this point would be like reasonable. 
I don't know if that's a stretch and I just want to see a blue blue counter spell because I want to see that in modern and I'm just trying to draw correlations to it in my fucking dumb brain. But I think that's possible. I think that that might be a sign that we're hitting. And the fact that we're getting cards the power level of giver of the ruins means that I don't think I'm far off. I you are dumb. Let's get start there. I don't think you're dumb though when it comes to blue blue blue. Blue blue, 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 blue counter spell. Yeah, I think blue blue counter spell is a thing that's going to happen. I just think it's going to happen. If but I think if it, if they want to make it like a part of a cycle, it's not a creature cycle. What if they did like a blue blue, like O one that countered target spell with converted mana costs like four or less. No, fuck that. If they don't just straight up print counter spell, I'd be real bummed. Yeah, I can agree with that. All right, here's my thing. What does fucking blue blue counterspell stop? What does it do? Um, it counters spells, is what it does. But here's the thing: it doesn't fucking actually <laughs> doesn't make. Yeah, fuck you. You're a piece of shit. Garbage. <laughs> blue blue counterspell. Okay, cool. What are you gonna do? Play two mana to counter something? Fun. Awesome. Great. I'll play my second goblin guide and kill you. Awesome. Oh my god, no god. That like that thing's not built for goblin blue, guide. Blue blue counterspell doesn't really hurt the format that's that's my point no i agree with counter spell it doesn't hurt the format in the same way that's my point no i i I am 100 on board with you what does blue blue counter spell what deck does that just ruin no No, it doesn't ruin anything and that's 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 my point fucking print it why does it matter but like think but but they're putting things like they're putting things like lava dark yeah let lava dark what's that fucking okay yeah it goes like directly into phoenix right like, uh, Lava Dark feels really good in Phoenix. Yeah, but all the fucking, uh, what are they called? Canopy Lands, we called them? Yes, that Canopy Right in the Death Shadow. With, yeah, I mean, honestly, it feels really good to be a Death thing. Shadow player or a Burn player at this point. Death Shadow on Card Kingdom, I think, is 20 bucks. I I, th- that, that would not be a bad speculation. No, I think that's what they are on Card Kingdom. You can look that up. I might be wrong, but those are only getting better because of these lands. Yeah, I mean, I agree. What other fucking what other cards do you think are worth talking about? How do you feel about Urza? The new Urza? Yeah, the four mana Urza, Urza Lord High Artificer. I think it's gonna see some shit. It might yeah, not he's... be a modern, but let me read him off. So Urza Lord High it's... Artificer is a two is two blue blue. He is a human artificer and he is a one four. Obviously a legendary creature because how could Urza not be a legendary? Um, and when Urza enters the battlefield. You create a zero zero colorless construct artifact creature token with this creature gain or gets plus one plus one for each artifact you control. And then you can tap an untapped artifact you control to add one blue mana to your mana pool. Um, and then you can tap five of any color and then you can shuffle your library and then you exile the top card. And then you could play the top card of your library without paying its mana cost. So he makes a Karn Scion of Uzen token, Ugin token, when he enters the battlefield. He can make a bunch of mana, and then he can just randomly rip spells off the top of your library. Like, this guy does some shit. I think that's going to be the big thing, is tap an artifact you control, add blue. You think he's just going to make a million mana and just do a bunch of shit? I think there's going to be a blue-black artifact deck because there's already, like, the... What's it called? The blue steel So deck. he's just going to be, like, Tesserator. He's just going to be, in like, a weird Tesserator shell. But Tesserator, the blue-black Tesserit, is only is already blue-black, right? I honestly... I'm not a good deck builder. I'm a good deck tweaker. Yeah, I mean, cause that's because you're... Called. 
it's because I like crystal meth, but that's besides the point. <laughs> so uh, I think the tap and artifact to add blue mana. I think that is a really powerful. That's a really powerful effect. Quite powerful. I think it needs to be seen exactly how powerful it is. It's only two blue blue. It might not be powerful in modern. I can get behind that. I I don't know. I think this card is powerful. I don't know when and where, but I think it's powerful. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but there there was the playtest team for this set, right? Yes, uh, the boss. Yeah, and the boss Tom Tom Ross is on the playtest team. Man, if there's a guy that I trust, it's fucking that guy. It's the boss, yeah. Yeah, and they they place this card as a mythic, so he's at least powerful in a in a limited context. So maybe there's some extra shit in limited that I that this is too good. Or maybe this is just the fucking truth. Like, this card is just the fucking insane. Right now, not a modern card, in my opinion. I could be proved wrong. Easily. Well, here's the thing. It's an enter the battlefield effect. Yeah. We know that TB effects, no matter what format you're playing, they're, could be they're not bad. They're yeah, not they can terrible. Be you can some shit with them. You can blink them. You can... Uh, what's it called when you flash them till the end of turn or whatever? The you can like flicker them. Flicker, that's the yeah, because you because flicker wisp because flicker wisp is the greatest yeah, card right. printed. Shut your. <laughs> so you can blink them, and like I said, modern you might not see shit about it, but it is I a think, very I think powerful it will make waves at some point. That card is really that, and it has a powerful static ability to let I mean, you tap artifacts for a blue yeah, mana. That, that could do some shit. Whether you like it or not, in Eternal Formats, blue is the strongest color. Um, That's not true. White is the strongest color, but blue is a close second. In Eternal Formats. Is yeah, Legacy is an Eternal Format, and Death and Taxes is a deck in Eternal Formats, so white is the best color. I hope you're on your way home tonight. <laughs> I'm literally sitting in my house. <laughs> that's, that's why I felt comfortable saying that. Okay, that's fair. But, I appreciate that. I appreciate your thought yeah. behind that. Yeah. But the... I, I, okay, so Urza, we're solving. If you're thinking about Vintage, the Power 9, what is the Power 9? The Power 9 cards are artifacts Mostly and artifacts, blue yes. cards. There's artifacts. not any other Power 9 card that's not blue or artifact. Yeah, but none of them come. No, but I'm saying... <laughs> you can cast It them. allows you to attack... Yeah, this guy's really good. And most artifacts are what? Blue or red? Yeah, I mean, and honestly, most of your most of the power nine, they're just really trying to be mock sapphire after all. Yes. <laughs> so they're... like this guy, he Urza lets them be mock sapphire. What a kind gentleman. Yeah. Well, here's the other thing. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if it's going to be good in modern. I don't think it is. It's. I think it's too slow for modern. Uh, yeah, but I think it is too. There's a modern card that is an artifact land that taps for colorless. This lets it tap for blue. Yeah. You are correct with that. Yes, it also lets other artifacts tap for blue. Now, we're early in the set. I don't know if there's any We'll see how the rest of it goes. Out. We still yeah. have a lot of we still have a lot of cards to really Like I said, that. I do not think it will be good in modern. I think it's way too slow. Yeah, it remains to be seen. I mean, we we have other cards that are I at a rare rarity i like just a regular rare rarity that i think are going to make splashes in all formats this guy's a mythic i don't know if he's a mythic for limited context i don't know if he's a mythic because he's just the fucking nuts or what but he here's my he, thing he has potential to be really fucking good in modern i don't think it's going to be good in other formats i hope he's very good. clearly a reason why it's a yeah i hope he's good so i can just rub it in that's fine that's okay I'll, so i'll take that so the next i mean other cards honorable mentions because we need to move on at this point 
um, snow covered plains, snow covered islands, snow covered swamp, just snow covered lands in general. That, I think that's a fucking cooling. Definitely neat. There's yeah, no I doubt think that's sweet. That. First of all, I mean, I've, I've been playing snow covered plains and death attacks and legacy for a long time because one time online I got predicted and they hit a basic planes and I felt like a fucking idiot. So then I immediately made the switch. If you're doing anything different, you should probably fucking change. But these lands all show a different land in their background in the panoramic. Like if you look at the art, that's can we, can we that's talk about something else real quick? The just the art of the new snow covered basic lands are that's what I'm incredible. Talking about right now. They're fucking insane. Yeah, they're incredible. I don't know who the artist is. I didn't it's, honestly it's look Titus. hard Yo, enough. Titus, one of my favorite fucking guys on the okay, absolute planet. Yeah. Also, he can correct me if I'm wrong if he hears this. Pretty sure he's a Baltimore Ravens fan. So shout out to that. My fucking dude. I could give a fuck about you. Well, that, I give but... a fuck because I'm a Baltimore Ravens fan. But yeah, fucking Titus Lunter, the the dude killing it. Incredible digital artist. Incredible artist in general. But he's one of, absolutely in my top three favorite artists of all time. And he his lands, untouchable. They're I have literally, I literally un- have, three, I have three artists who are untouchable. And we can do this on another podcast. But... This could be an entire episode of fucking artists because I will fucking talk years and years and years about art and there's so many people in the community that would like i no, we could just pull information I'm, from i'm going for it i'm going nielsen teeden pull or actually pull teeden listen i got some feelings about pool yeah, like i have fuck pool, off I, have I don't give a shit what you say we're going another no, this will I be love, another episode we're definitely doing another my, episode on that's this. my like, i got pool prints in my fucking living room right now i got a i got a panko's print like painting right next to my head right now like Oh, we'll go in on art. That's going to be an episode. If you guys want to hear that episode, give us a shout out. We're going to do that. But back to the back to the snow cupboards. The snow cupboards, I think, is a good touch. I think that's cool. I agree with you. Um, I think they're going to go deeper into that than just these snow covered. I think standard, like a set coming up or two. Yeah, I think I that th- could have some impact. I think it was Saffron Olive who came up with it, who said, Oh, do you think make a dumb tweet about saying that there's going to be like duels? Okay, so here's the thing. I just mentioned Saffron Olive. If you guys don't follow Saffron Olive on Twitter or listen to his podcast, you're an you, idiot. You no, listen, listen they all him. follow yeah. him. Everybody knows who the fucking guy is. He's got a big he's old the, beard. I love that motherfucker. He comes <laughs> up with some he of the... He does good list. shit. He's, he's all yeah. right. He does some stupid... Uh, what the His deck text. Not deck text. Uh, well, he does his bullshit deck texts, which are just nonsense, and I love it. But yeah, continue. What were you saying? Just just like the snow covered duels. I think he said something about them being like he wanted to do. He was like, oh, fucking tinfoil hat time. We're going to have snow covered duels in the standard set. I think that's fucking total bullshit. I think that that there's no fucking way that anything like that's ever happening. Well, here's I don't think they're ever going to make duels again. No, there's not a chance. They're Like, that's too close. Like the closest thing to duels we're ever going to have is them making actual the duels as they break. The fucking yeah, shocklands are the closest yeah. thing to duels. Shocklands are the closest we're ever going to get, and if they get any closer yeah. to that, it's going to be true duel, right? Yeah. So unless cards, they make some bullshit that's three life instead of two life, but I, they're not doing that. Yeah, they're not going to do anything better than because here's the thing. Um, I think at this point they're well aware of death shadow, and if you do three, three, even if they come into play tapped and three life, they're doing whatever. That's still shit. That's still yeah, not 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 good compared to shock. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So Fuck that. let's move some, on. Some other some other cards that let, let's do honorable mentions because I don't want to waste a bunch of time on these things. Um, we got Diabolic Edict. 
thanks for giving us this after you gave us the Liliana one that's just strictly better. Awesome. Great. Um, yeah, fuck you, wizards. You dumb ass. Goose. I was shocked because they reprinted Shroud, but they're also reprinting things like Storm. So I guess it's not. it shouldn't be as much of a surprise to me. But do you think Nimble Mongoose is ever going to have an impact in Modern? No. Yeah, I don't think it is. There's, I mean, Monastery Swissphere exists, and it's existed for how many years now at this point? And Here's nobody... one thing I think they're eventually, maybe not this set, but they're eventually going to print in Modern is Toxic Luge. I, I think they're going to do not. it. We I hope they have do. Cool against command, my least favorite card on the planet. I don't want my second worst favorite card on the planet to be in this format. Fucking hate Toxic Deluge. Fuck, I hate that card. But Nimble Mongoose is like, what? Do you think we're going to make Zoo better? I think they would just, I think they're just trying to make the Rug Delver. Things that people are exciting. Like, Rug are Delver. we going to get Rug Delver? They're just trying to make the Teamer modern Delver, version of Rug Delver, I think. Yeah, Teamer Delver. Or Teamer, sorry. Yeah, use Fucking the Teamer, Delver. sorry. Um, I guess, like, also, like, Factor Fiction is a card that people are excited about. I don't think it's that good in Modern, man. No, but, like, I'm excited for modern the whole generation. Modern specific cards. It's not about card advantage. It's I'm, about, I'm, I'm, I'm you just have this card to answer whole, this. I'm excited for limited limited environment with Factor Fiction, where my oh. opponent casts Factor Fiction against me, and they are sitting there just fucking tilting off about the piles that they have to make because that's every time i cast factor fiction i reveal cards and i'm just like that's amazing well here's my thing here's if i weren't learned one thing in life for the i don't even know how old i am 28 29 something like that that's fucked up i don't know how old i am what year is it i'm older than that i was born in 91 so i'm 28 fuck me so people (laughs) if i learned one thing in my life People are dumb as fuck, and that's including me. I didn't even know how old I was. Yeah, because you're an idiot. Yes, but people are dumb as shit. People are going to make bad uh, factor fiction piles. Yeah, yeah, FOF piles are always It's just a matter of time. And, like, it's not because they're bad at magic. It's because factor fiction piles are fucking impossible to make. And the fact that the flavor text of the new factor fiction is every choice is a joy is just fucking salt in the wound of yes. everybody making a factor fiction pile. I think it's going to be, you're going to see articles like, Oh, if you're playing this blue deck, you're going to have to make this factor fiction pile based on this. Oh, what do you think? Frank Carson's going to break down every single factor fiction pile. that's ever going to be made ever. Yes. That's exactly <laughs> what Frank Carson does. And I, I love that motherfucker. I really do. Fiction. I, I can love see the Channel Fireball fucking title now. God damn. I 100% he's going to do that. 100%. Okay, every we're deck. Moving, like, we're moving off Factor Fiction. I have two I other cards. I could go off Frank Carson. Carson. I love that bitch every day. I know. Every you, day of my life. I know you get on Frank Carson big time. There's only two other cards I want to mention. It's because, one, I really like the title. And two, I think the card is going to have impact in, the, in a format that nobody gives a shit about. Um, the format that nobody gives a shit about. Pondering Mage. So ponder on a three-four body for five mana. I think that card's gonna make waves in in in, in legacy. Yeah, legacy. That Fuck. card's gonna be. Shut your mouth. <laughs> Fuck off. You're trash. <laughs> I could not help myself. So that's not obviously gonna make uh, waves in legacy. It's no, gonna be. It, I think that will be a good card in popper. I could see that being a good card in popper because there's really not a lot of brainstorm effects in popper, especially with the new bands that they came out with. Oh wait, I just thought of another card. I apologize. I said that I said that I was gonna only do two cards. I'm gonna do three more cards, including the popper mage or the ponder mage. 
Um, what the other one that I thought about that I know that you're a fan of, they're reprinting Spore Frog, my dude. I did not know that. Yeah, I'd love Spore that. Spore Frog in common, the fucking the man, the myth, the legend, Spore Frog. Okay. And hold on, I gotta tell listening the deal. I used to fucking hate Commander. I literally hated everything. I've tried playing it multiple times. This was the issue. I tried playing with the wrong people. You gotta find people that you love playing cards with and find those people who want to play commander and who because do love I, you shut your <laughs> <laughs> but honestly lee made me love commander yes he That's really did. here and, and listeners out there i just want you to know we've been talking about a lot of legacy we've been talking about a lot of modern we've been talking about a lot of vintage but I love you, baby. I love you commander players out there. I love that format. Every yes. single commander player right in the mouth. I will do it. <laughs> There's not a chance. Like, I'll do it. Do you want to come at me? I'll come at you. But it's why fine. do you love but but Spore Frog is 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 a card in this set, and I know that you love Spore Frog and Commander because I know you're a degenerate and I love know you love playing Modroth. Yes, I love Modrotha and I started playing Commander as a as a degenerate piece of shit. You played and, stacks, right? You played Modrotha stacks. Yeah, I played stacks where you could not do a thing turn three. Yeah, it was just a Modrotha prison deck that essentially just locked everybody out of the game until it, somebody ended up breaking the stack and winning the game. Well, here's the thing. But no you were eventually the person to do it. I was the person who broke the stack and I just... Yeah, because you could manipulate it yep. in your favor. Yep. Yeah, and then, and then Spore Frog helped you along that way. And also, Spore Frog just a fucking awesome card. So, I have, okay. Fun in Commander, it's fun in Popper. Here's a hidden fact. I learned my lesson about Commander. We'll go over that in another topic. <laughs> okay, well, we will have an entire episode dedicated to you, lovely Commander, and everything about 100 card singleton. We I, will 100% do that. No, I, fuck it. We'll just do I we'll do single format. I hate all of you idiots, but. No, I love I love you all, except people who do competitive commander. I think you guys are playing the format wrong. I don't hate you, but I think you're dumb. Don't listen, idiot. I'll talk to all you people. Yeah, let let Matt talk to you. If you guys like redheads with beards and dumb red fucking facial hair, Matt is your guy. If you love, I have blonde hair. People, red facial hair. All right, I'll but okay. The last, the last card I want to talk about. Let's let's move on. The last card I want to talk about. Fired up. Is Goblin Matron. How do you feel about Goblin Matron and Uncommon? I could give a shit. I think that's great, and I think that is a awesome trajectory for Modern to go, is to have another tribal deck that is actually fucking viable. They made that that black-red Goblin that is essentially um, the one elf that enters the battlefield and deals damage equal to the number of elves you have, except for it does a thing for Goblins, except for it's a 1-1 with Flash. It's mutition expert or muse yeah munition expert they made two good expert they made two good goblins instead they made the black red one and then the matron yeah matron existed but musician x musician expert or munition expert i think i just had a stroke munition expert he's real fucking good black red one one with flash and when he enters the battlefield he deals damage equal to the number of goblins you control to target creature or planeswalker i think that card could be the truth that card could really make waves in modern i think it'll be good yeah i think think that card will be very playable well i don't think it's going to be ridiculous the only deck that it's actually going to be playable in is a goblins deck i don't think goblins goblins are great 
Well, here's the thing: is uh, Goblin Grenade modern? Yeah, one thousand percent. What was it printed in that it's modern? Play. Oh, I don't know. I just know that I played against it and I lost to it. Okay. So, okay, if that's playable, is it target player or target permanent or target? It's, anything? it's target. Just any target. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's any target. Uh, look that up while I talk about. It. Well, I mean, you're wrong, but sure, I'll look it up. So here's my thing: goblins. I think is going to be an AOK tribe, but I don't think it's going to be anything ridiculously broken. It's not going to be the Eldrazi winner where you're just beating people on turn four consistent. <laughs> five damage to any target, just in case you were curious. One any- mana sack of goblin, five damage to any target. Goblin grenade is very good. No, Goblin Grenade is one of it's probably the best Goblin X spell ever. There's no doubt about that because it's I didn't know it was any target. I thought it was creature or player. I didn't no, think it's literally any thing. motherfucker you want. Okay, so here's my thing. I think Goblins is going to be okay. I don't think it's going to be ridiculously broken. I mean, yeah, yes, but nobody you have wants the Goblin Land. Yes, you have uh, Cavernous Souls, but you have what one, two lords. Okay, and but that doesn't. I know that. I don't think that matters. Call matron. Here's the thing. I don't think the goal is for them to print cards to be like, oh, here's a card. Now goblins is the new fucking phoenix, or now goblins is the new Tron, no, or I goblins agree. is the new top tier of the format. No, they want to print make it a, a playable modern deck. Yeah, they want to print cards to make it something in the mix. The beautiful thing about modern is that there are a fucking million decks that you can play. But you know what the shitty thing about modern is right now is that of those milling things that you play, it doesn't matter because you're going to lose a dredge and you're going to lose the Phoenix and you're going to lose the fucking Tron with your Karn locking you out of the game on turn four. Like modern sucks right now because everything is too fast and nobody can get their feet underneath them before they can even get anything going. And that's my fear with modern horizons is that they're printing all these fucking awesome cards, but you're still going to lose to, Turn three, Manamorphos, Manamorphos, Faithless Looting, pitching three Phoenixes, three Phoenix. hitting you for nine. Like, that. that's just what's going to happen. It's going to feel fucking bad. Like, everybody's going to be all excited, just like, oh, I got, my, I got my Giver of Ruins. I can't wait to play my White Weenie deck, which, by the way, is 100% me, and I'm going to fucking do that. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit there on Magic Online or in my fucking local game store, and I'm going to be like, hey, I'm going to play this super sweet White Weenie deck with these this new mom mother of ruins card and all this shit and then i'm gonna sit down and i'm gonna be like oh this is an awesome opening hand like i can finally keep seven i have like three lands and four spells and this is gonna be fucking tight and i start playing my game and then i just get fucking buried by one of these degenerate unfair decks and it's gonna feel like shit that's what i'm worried about i think at this point i think we're we're ready to transition into our last little bit of our show, which yeah, we've we've elected to elegantly title "Accumulated Knowledge," in in order to divvy out who gets to do the shout out and who doesn't get to do the shout out at the end of the episode, we devised a lovely little game show. And this game show involves the phenomenal Scryfall website, more specifically the red R generator. Give a shout out to Scryfall. Yeah, to fuck yeah, Scryfall's sick. Yeah, Scryfall's insane. If you guys if you guys ever want to go to search for any kind of cards, like let's say you don't know what you're you're gonna put in your next commander deck. Scryfall motherfucker, go in, search some shit. 
let's say you're looking for the the newest spoilers for Modern Horizons. It's Mother- not it's Scryfall. You got Commander. that shit. Like it's if you want to find a card that does something, you can find it just by uh, figuring out the query on it. Yeah, Scryfall's the plug, and it's super simple to to work. All you have to go on there. If you know how to work in computer, you know how to work Unless Scryfall. You're if you're an idiot, fuck yeah. off. Yeah, I if you're an idiot, you probably Scryfall. should just yeah, just just avoid Scryfall altogether. But if you're not an idiot, I highly recommend it. So if you're an idiot, you shouldn't be listening to us anyway, and you can fuck off. Amen. Uh, yeah, yeah. Listen to Matt. I wouldn't listen to Matt most of the time, but listen to Matt on that part right there. So we're moving in. You can be the to idiot accumulated thing. knowledge. So here's how it's gonna work, Matt. Are you listening right now? Because I don't want you to I I want you forget. It just tell me what's going on and I'll okay. figure it out. So accumulated knowledge. I am going to hit the random card button on Scribe. Oh, hold on. Is this is this is our game show part? This is the game show right here. Okay. We talked about this. You're on it, right? You got you got to tell the I'm letting everybody know what's everybody, going on. You're going to know and I'm going to know. Everybody's going to know at the same time. So I'm going to hit the random card button on Scryfall. And I'm going to read the title of the card that comes up to Matt. Matt has to give me the mana cost of that card. And if he gets it, that's a point. If he doesn't, no point there. He gets to ask me the rules text on the card for two out of the five cards. If he gets three out of the five cards right, he wins. If he gets anything less than that, he loses. I thought I got to ask three out of the five uh, like what the what does this card do? No, 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 no! You only get two. Oh, you son of a bitch! Yeah, you only get two. How? I mean, honestly, depending on how easy this is, all right, all right, it's going to be a thing. It so, doesn't matter. I'm a goddamn super genius, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, you're a piece of shit. So anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit the random button. Yeah, just to break it down, short story. I'm gonna hit the random button. I'm gonna read the card. If Matt can get the the mana cost of it, he wins. If he doesn't get it, he loses. Whoever has, if he gets to three at the end of it, he's the winner. If I'm he does, also not allowed I'm to winning. look anything up. No, of course not. Yeah, well, I'm not allowed to look anything up. Use my phone. Blah blah blah. Text people. Blah blah blah. I literally have to come up with it on my own. And if Matt can, I mean, and you guys, I guess you guys just have to trust him. If not, just shoot him a tweet directly. Here's Don't the thing: I'm tweet. a fucking asshole. And I'm a piece of shit, but I'm not a cheater. Yeah, you're not a cheater. Yeah. All right, so we're going to fire it off. Accumulated knowledge right now. Number one. So it is Sky Shroud Condor. What you know about Sky Shroud Condor, my dude? What? All right, so what am I allowed to ask you? You are... I'm not going to give you a damn thing unless you ask for it. If you ask for one thing, I'm going to give you everything on the card. I will randomly read you the flavor text if I think it's entertaining. But yeah, if you ask for something, I give you the whole thing. And that counts for that card. So I think I should be allowed to ask for. I think I should be allowed to ask for like one, maybe one in an option. Like say, all right, is it a creature? Oh, well, that's cute that yes you think no, that that's, that's then, something you deserve, but it's I'm not. not allowed, I'm not allowed shit. Nope. You get. You can get the entire contents of a card, or you can get nothing about it besides the title. So this is literally all or nothing. Yeah, Sky Shroud Condor. Is your first card. I know it doesn't sound like a card, but it is. Yeah, it's going to be a bird. That's going to be the first thing. The, because the condor is a fucking bird. Did you know the condor's flight augurs sleepless night? That's a Sky Shroud cro- proverb. <laughs> I think there's four sets that uh, you just gave away more than you wanted to. You piece of shit. I'm pretty oh, sure because, that proverb only like, reference like four cards. Fl- card yeah, sure. 
Okay, but I, that's still not going to help you. So what do I have to guess? Tell me that. You have to guess. I, all all you need is the converted mana cost, or the just the just the mana cost. The text doesn't matter. Well, I'm gonna just go for bonus points here. It's gonna be a bird. What is one of the four it, as a as that as a condor? I think it's gonna be a summon. <laughs> all of these things don't matter, but okay. No, it doesn't matter. But it's <laughs> it's for me. It's more for me. Fuck off. You You're not allowed to talk value. when I figure this out. <laughs> If you get the artist, I'll give you two points. If I get the artist, oh, I'm nev- I'm definitely not getting that. Yeah, you're not. <laughs> it's going to be some Esper color. So blue, white, or black is going to be the bird. All right, so listeners, you're going to see some analytical. Oh, I love I love listening to your brain work and watching you fail miserably. So it's going to be a bird. It's going to have flying. Yeah, sure. It's going to be one, two, or two, two. This, this card is worth 10 cents USD. <laughs> Damn. Uh, that that's the only thing I'm giving you. I will give you the price on TCG player, the mid price on TCG. What do I actually have to guess? You have to guess it's mana cost. That's the whole point of this. I literally explained this seven times. All right. I'm also, guess. I've been drinking, so I don't know if I explained it very well. But but explain <laughs> it again. Explain it one more time, just in case. Okay. I name the card. You name the convert. You name the the mana cost. Sky shroud. And Condor. Do, do five right? of them. If you get three out of five, you win. If you get less than three out of five, I win. Sky Shroud Condor is the card. I, I got to cut you off at some point for time. All right. What's my time? You get five seconds. Four. One blue. Is that your final answer? Uh, shit. Come on. Yes. It is one blue. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that motherfucker is a two, two and something. There's some bullshit text behind it, but I'm it pretty sure it's a two, two. It is from Tempest. It has flying and it says you Can't cannot cast it cast. unless you cast another spell this turn. Uh, yes, fuck. Yeah. I honestly Give me that. You, if, oh. I, think you cheated I genuinely think you cheated. I'm going to have to cheat. cut down the time on this. That's fine. I'm not cheating. I'm, I'm going to have to rules lawyer you into this. Okay, That's next fine. card. You can rules lawyer me all you want, you fuck. All right, the next card, Shepherd of Rot. That's a black card. I know it's a black card. A priest sworn loyal to the Cabal. Not until death, but beyond it. That's the Cabal Patriarch. Onslaught. I know it's Onslaught. Just trying to think of what it does. Pretty, I'm pretty sure it's a zombie. Is it Onslaught? Zombie wizard? I don't know. That's a question. Pretty sure it's a zombie wizard. Uh, One, two? Yeah, because it's the same thing as Wellwisher. Yeah, but nobody gives a shit. What's the command cost? What's the, the mana cost? Of? Well, this is my brain working. Well, I mean, your brain working doesn't matter. I just need the command. It's either a 1-2 or a 1-1 zombie. Zombie wizard or zombie... For what mana? If it's the same as Wellwisher, it is a 1 black. You motherfucker. Yeah, buddy. It is 1 and a black. It it is a zombie cleric. 1-2, each player loses life. It is a 1-1, one, one, and it is tap. Each player loses one life for each uh, zombie on the back. Yes, that card is... That card's good. It is for Onslaught, too. I'm very impressed. Well, it's the it's the same thing as uh, the elf one. Wellwisher. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. That is correct. That's the only reason I do that, because Wellwisher and elves are my fucking dudes. <laughs> okay, well, hope this one does not seem like it would be in the category of your dude. Oracle's Attendance. This is a good one. I this is this is a card that's up my alley. I'm guessing card. It's it's a card. It's a magic card. I'm guessing a... that would be a guess. 
pretty sure it's from i remember this card it's a one four from eighth edition prevent damage but what is the what is the mana cost of this card kevin i used to play a lot of eighth edition god damn it i'm gonna give you five seconds four. one four for four what's the mana cost three white Unfucking believable you are looking these up there's no way i swear to god i'm not <laughs> yeah oracle's attendant three and a white it is a one five you were wrong about the one four yeah, I got it right! But what? all damage that it has a tap ability and it says all damage that would be dealt to target creature this turn by a source of your choice is dealt to Oracle's Attendant instead. Is that fuckhead from 8th edition? Yes, it is. It is Pirates. from 8th edition, 9th edition, and Nemesis. You fucking Christ. all the cards. I will have to, I am going to make this, this different, this much more difficult. Okay, yeah. we got two more even though it doesn't fucking matter. No, I'm I gonna be, no, it. fuck it. I'm changing the rules midway through. Yeah, go for it. You have to get four out of five. Four out of five. Okay. Bring yep, because because all of these have been too easy for you. Oracle's attendance was super easy. So. Yeah, I don't know how that was the fucking easy one. Because that's eighth edition. I played so much eighth edition. Well, because I'm the fucking right, bring host, it. I make the fucking it, card, you nerd. Make it more difficult. Bring okay. it. I have actually cast this card multiple times in my... Well, I probably cast it a thousand times more than you. Sphinx Summoner. What you know about Sphinx Summoner? Sphinx Summoner. Yeah, this one's going to get you good. I don't think you're going to get this one. I don't think there's a snowball's chance in hell you'll get this one. Uh, I play... Oh, fuck. What set is this from? We did this in the draft last year. I cast this card against you. So it's Conflux. Pretty sure it's a... fuck. Sphinx always have tougher defense. So 3-4 or 3-4, 3-5, something like that. Because all the Sphinx have 3 power, at least least the same defense or power. I'm pretty sure it searches for an artifact. How much time do I have? You have two more seconds. No, that's fucked up. You got to give me more time. You have five more seconds. <laughs> you have five. Four. No, fuck that. Give me more time. No, fuck off. You're no. You know, you're, you're too good at this. I need the convert mana cost now, right now. Six is summoner. Five. I know it's five. I can't remember if it's blue, white or blue, black. It's either three blue, three blue, white or three blue, black. What is your final answer? Blue, black. God damn it. Is that yeah, it? It's three blue blocks. Yeah! Are you fucking serious? I played a lot of the Conflux. I know it's Artifact cringe, Creature Sphinx. Yeah, it fucking is. God damn it. Is it 3-5? Yeah, no, it's a 3-3. Three, three. Fuck. And, it, would, it, and three, it has flying, and whenever it enters the battlefield, you may search your library yeah, for an artifact. artifact creature. Yeah. I, I, I drafted this card, and I played it against you in that Conflux or in that Charles of Alara draft that we played yep, last year. I knew year. it was Artifact Creature. Or Artifact, at least. I didn't know it was Creature. God I thought it was just Artifact. Well, you definitely won. What's my fifth one? Give Thundering the- Giant. Red? What you know about Thundering Giant. I mean, yeah, it's the, the card is Thundering Giant. So, <laughs> it was printed in a plethora of sets. I mean, you could literally just wing it out here. You don't, it doesn't actually matter. No, but I'm, I'm pretty sure it was Urza Saga was the first one. Oh, I don't care. I don't, I can't actually see. It was definitely printed in Urza Saga. Fuck, I know this. Pretty sure it was... Fuck. How much time do I have? You have 10 more seconds. Pretty sure it's 4-4. Four, four, pace for 5. 4 red. What's the mana cost? 5. 4 colors and a red. You finally got one wrong. You moron. God damn it. <laughs> it's 3 it... and 2 red. Oh, so I got the 5 right. Yeah, you did. What was the, What did you say? The, toughness, the power toughness? 4-4. Four, four. No, it's a 4-3. Wow, you've had it wrong on all fronts. It is a 3-mana, or it's a 5-mana, 3-colorless, 2-red, haste, 4-3. I fucked it real up. 
Yeah, it was an uncommon from Urza Saga. How dare I? It was an I uncommon in Urza Saga, but it was a. It was just a. It was just a. Just a mere common. How dare I fuck that up so bad? In in Magic 2015. Uh, I I only knew it as Urza Saga. Wow, I can't even believe it that you only got four out of five. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's... God damn it. You gotta come at me with better cards than that. I'm gonna have to hand pick them next time because. <laughs> Honestly, Scryfall, I'm taking back that shout out that we gave you earlier. Yeah, fuck you. You really gave me the fucking shaft this time around, and you need to do better next time. Unbelievable. I have that unreal magic knowledge, bro. I don't appreciate it. That's all right. You can deal with it. Suck it up. That's fine. Well. (laughs) So I guess I get to give out the shout out. Yeah. So, I mean, every week, this is the first episode, I guess we should describe it now. Every week, we just want to give a shout out to somebody in the magic community that we feel is uh, deserves it. Really, really fucking crushing it. Like yeah. just who, kicking who ass honestly off deserves it. Yeah, and the, the whoever gets the shout out is uh, going to be determined by the winner of accumulated knowledge, which, which obviously is Matt. And obviously, I'm going to need to go back to the him. fucking drawing board to make it so I don't get my shit kicked in every time. So to Matt, why don't fair, you take the way? Who was our first? Well, to be fair, I shout-out? didn't under I didn't know every single detail, but I was pretty goddamn close. You pretty much knew every fucking detail, and it pisses me. All right, so here is honestly one of my favorite. They're not necessarily a magic producing account, I guess. Would you would want to call it? I would say they're a hundred percent a content producer in Magic: The Gathering. But they're a goddamn wizard. Yeah, it they're is, the, they're the fucking best um they are the proxy guy they actually created our logo and he is a motherfucking genius so here's uh one fact about the proxy guy he does not sell anything get that through your <laughs> yeah. stupid skull just in case anybody was interested um in buying his stuff he doesn't uh, sell it don't. Fuck off. he, he doesn't does sell fucking he doesn't sell, sell proxy that is the number one thing. He doesn't fucking sell anything. So if you want to buy something, fuck off. Yeah, if you, buy, if you want to buy die. something, fucking don't. This guy is a fucking wizard, though. Yeah, he he's astounding. He legitimately is a wizard. It's incredible, the stuff he makes. So but if you, you, you want to reach out to him just to, die. you know, give him a follow or just like, you know, just, just check out his shit because it's definitely worth checking out. Matt, where could you check him out at? Uh, on Twitter, he is at the proxy guy. And if you follow him, just donate some money to him. Cause he's a genius. Yeah. Throw him a couple bucks on the Patreon. He is at the real, the real proxy guy. No, that's his, uh, isn't that's, his, his Instagram's the real proxy guy. That's the, also the Patreon. No, I thought the part, the, the Patreon is patreon.com slash the, the proxy guy. Whatever. Do that. Do yeah. that. Just figure it out. Matt can't read because he's a mongoloid, but if you're smart enough, you'll figure it out. Deal yeah. with it. The proxy guy, if you go to his Twitter, his awesome Patreon's in the in the link on his Twitter. Honestly, he's the fucking dude. Absolutely incredible. Is a really fucking awesome member of this community. I could not recommend him more. Uh, he like I, like Matt said, he was the guy who made our logo. I had it made like two years ago when I wanted to start doing shit and then Probably just 75 years ago. He's been yeah. doing it for at least 147 years. Oh yeah. He's been like, he's, a, he's been a druid since birds of paradise were printed. Actually proxy guy, little known fact proxy guy 
was Birds of Paradise. He actually was the person who said, hey, Mark Pohl, you need to do magic stuff. Oh, no, 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 no. He was he was the bird in the art of Birds of Paradise. Oh, that's what I I thought that was it, but I didn't want to say anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh. then and then the bird transformed right. into a giraffe. Yeah, here's the thing, you idiots. And now the giraffe is follow the proxy, the proxy guy, and <laughs> he's the goddamn genius. Just follow him. You'll, oh, yeah, the you'll not man. be disappointed. Yeah, yeah. He's an awesome dude. Um, message. He's a goddamn wizard of magic cards. So <laughs> I think you'll figure it out. Yeah, I think they got it. So. Yeah. Matthew, but if you're if you're trying to do something, he does not sell proxy. That's one. That's the one thing I can say. He does not sell proxy. He, he doesn't do morons. it. He doesn't fucking sell proxies. Yeah, that's it. So now that we shouted out our main man, proxy guy, if somebody wants to reach out to us, how do you think they would do that? Well, if you're not an idiot, I think that you could probably find us on Twitter at at fetch underscore shock. Yeah. Fetch underscore shock. Yeah, that's the one. That's probably how you would find us on Twitter. If you want to just use real words, you can do fetch, fetch and shock. If you'd use the ampersand, I'm sure that'll, that'll probably figure but, your shit out. Hey, how would they find you or me is the real thing. Oh, that's the thing. If you want to, if yeah. you want to send us hate mail and, and death threats, like just to us as a group, send it to fetch and shock. But if you really hate me specifically, or want to send death threats to me specifically, Find Hold me on, at, at, at Basic Land Bin on Twitter. That's the best place to reach me. Now, Matt, if you want to send hate mail or death threats I to think, Matt specifically. I think most people are going to want to send hate mail and death threats to me. I hope so. That's just me. Yeah, but you're a garbage want, person. If you want to say, hey, I, I want to murder you or I want to do some bad <laughs> shit to you, you probably want to send it to mbop91. No, that's, that's not your Twitter. Yeah. Oh, no, it's it's bop. That's I'm a liar. Yeah, it's Bob because you're trash because we literally just changed it. Yeah, I changed it because I probably get so much hate mail and everything. So, so that's to, again, if you want to send, if you want to send hate mail to Tyler, it's at basic land bin. And if you want to send hate mail to Bob, it's at it's Bob. Could not yeah. be simpler. Yeah. If you're a fucking moron, you probably couldn't figure that out. But if you're anything more than you could probably figure it out. Beautiful. All right, Matt. Well, I mean, that was that was the first episode. That's our first episode, man. Yeah, first, first, and hopefully not last. If it's the last one you hear, then uh, uh, thanks for staying along for the ride. Also, uh, eat shit. And if it's the second one you hear, thanks for staying along for the ride, and we'll see you next week. We're doing this every week from here until oblivion, baby. Hey, man, it was it was good talking to you. I hope I never have to talk to you again. I mean, except for in you know week, you know. Yeah. Fuck off until then. So. (laughs) Perfect. Yeah. I'll talk to you next week, buddy. All right. See you, nerds! Later!